welcome to The Morning Lesson, a storytelling podcast for students and teachers. I'm Miss Laura, a Waldorf teacher who teaches thematically from stories. Join my Patreon to receive my monthly newsletter with other content like videos and story extensions and other stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> this year, I'm going to be t attending the World Teacher Conference, Waldorf World Teacher Conference in April of 2023. By joining my Patreon, you'll support my attendance to this conference as well as help me pay my tuition for my doctorate that I'm working on at Antioch University, focusing in Waldorf education, of course. My Patreons will have access to some of my academic work and discussion circles for those who want to go deeper into the indications by Rudolf Steiner. Thanks for helping me make this podcast possible. Today's story is a fourth grade story. We are in the Norse stories now. My website is coming up soon and you can find my Patreon in the link in the, in the description. The Building of Asgard In Midgard, the brother and sister, the moon and the sun, Mani and Sol, provided light for all of the people of Ms. Midgard. Mani, the moon, kept the light at night, and the goddess Sol kept the day bright. Sol and Mani also lit the sky in Asgard for the gods and the goddesses. They had seen the great battles of the gods, the Vanir and the Aesir. They shone their light and marked the months and years of the battle. And then they saw the great peace be made. They saw the walls of Asgard crumble. Now the gods were worried about their crumbled city walls. The, without them, the wild places would creep in. The Jotuns would overcome their civilized homes. It was important to rebuild the walls of Asgard. When a stranger appeared with his large Clydesdale horse, and offered to rebuild the walls for the Asir, the gods listened eagerly. The master builder greeted the gods. Hey, hi, gods of Asgard. You are in need of new walls. I am a master builder and I can build them for you in a season if you meet my price. Odin stepped forward. What is your price, master builder? Ah, hey, Freya, Mani, and Sol, in exchange for building the walls of Asgard in a season. The gods all looked at Freya. No, said Freya. The gods, of course, understood that they could not give up Freya, much less Sol and Mani. No, this was not a good bargain. Loki nodded along and stroked his chin and said, mm -hmm. Yes, 
But what if we were to bargain with him and he didn't finish the walls? We could get most of the walls built for us and not have to pay anything. The gods and the goddesses reluctantly agreed to try to trick the master builder to get something for nothing. Freya's eyes squinted at Loki. A frown curved her mouth down. She was not happy with him. Odin spoke, Master Builder, we accept your offer. We will give you the sun and the moon and the goddess of love for the building of our walls, but you must be finished in one moon's time, 28 days, not a whole season to earn such prizes, and you may have no help and must build it alone. The master builder asked, may I use my horse Svartifari to help me haul the stones from the quarry? The gods agreed. They all nodded and said yes, the horse would be the only help and the following day would be the first day. On that first day, the master builder and his horse went to the, in the morning to the quarry and cut large stones. At midday, they hauled the stones on to the rubble, to the workspace. In the afternoon, until the sun went down, the master builder built the foundation of the great wall. The gods looked on with great concern. The builder had built a much larger section of the wall than they predicted. That horse was very strong and hauled more stone blocks than any normal horse they had ever seen. This went on day after day. Each day the wall grew and grew and grew and Freya's face turned more and more sour. It was three days before the month was up, and summer was also coming to an end. The cold winter months when the sun shone so little would soon be upon them. It would be too much to bear if summer never came again. How could they lose the sun and the moon? How could they lose Freya, the goddess of love and of life itself? This was unthinkable. The gods wanted to kill Loki. Freya wanted to kill Loki. Luckily, the sun and the moon didn't really know that their lives had been bet away. Now, Freya was the goddess of love, but I have to tell you, she is also the goddess of war and death. She would have no problems showing Loki his way to the Winterlands. Loki begged, and he squeaked them all, and he said, I can fix this, Freya. Do not worry. I know exactly what to do. He walked out. From his, from his hall, and he transformed himself into a mare, a female horse. And as the mare, he trotted out to the field where the great horse, Svladifari, was hauling stones. 
Loki neighed at the horse. Loki pranced near the horse. Loki flirted with the horse. Sfladiflari saw the mare and thought she was beautiful. And when the mare began to trot into a nearby field to nibble at the grass, well, he wanted to gra he wanted that grass too. And so the great horse joined Loki. Now further and further away, Loki moved and the great horse followed her step at by step by step. Loki led the horse far away and for three days kept the great horse from returning to his master. The master had no choice but to try to finish the walls alone. The work was too great, however, and the time was too short. Without his horse, he, he had to haul the stones himself. Mm. And the builder could not haul the stones and build the wall and cut the stones all by himself. On the last day, as Sol set and Mani reigned in the sky, the gods inspected the walls. The walls are not finished, Master Builder, they chuckled, and your horse is gone. Too bad you, you have lost your wager, and we have fine walls. The Master Builder flew into a rage and revealed himself to be no master builder at all, but a great mountain Jotun in disguise. This Jotun had wanted to take Freya and Mani and Sol with him to Jotunheim. The Jotun raged and raged and made do to battle with the gods. But Thor lifted mighty Molnir and shattered the mountain Jotun, who crumbled into gravel for the road. The gods finished building the wall in the following month. Freya was still angry, but grateful to Loki, and she wondered where he was. Loki was away for many months, and when she returned, huh, he was leading his child, for he had given birth while in the shape of the horse. On a, on a tether was a colt, a gray colt, a gray colt with eight legs. He was called Schlepnir. Loki gifted his blood brother with the eight-legged horse. Sometimes the people of Midgard could see Odin riding his eight-legged horse across the night sky over the Bifrost. I wonder if you looked up one night, you might see him too. I like for a story extension to play with some blocks to build up a wall, experiment with that building process of, of uh, creating like the best, most sturdy and stable walls. And uh, that's kind of a fun extension. This particular block, you can always 
take up time to draw the, the different gods and goddesses. Uh, in this story, you could do a portrait of Freya, you could do a portrait of Odin or Loki, or even what does a mountain Jotun look like and have that kind of bubble in your, in your head. The uh, fourth grade curriculum also gives us opportunities to study animals. And you might take a look at horses out of this, um, this story and study the horses a little bit more and, uh, and then delve in a little bit more on, a, on what, a, what must an eight-legged horse look like? <laughs> How would you draw an eight-legged horse? Would you, where would you put all the legs? and um, so many more extensions that we can do with this with all of these stories anyways uh, thanks for tuning in and uh, i will uh, meet you in the next story okay bye <laughs>